1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of Scottish football. We've got derbies in Dundee and Edinburgh as well as three other big fixtures across the top flight. New signing Aaron Ramsey won't feature for Rangers at Celtic tomorrow. Alan McGregor will. And is there a shock place for Callum McGregor? And Wraith Rovers board members, sponsors, fans and staff react furiously to the signing of David Goodwillie. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. Arguably the most crazy week of the season so far Gordon, transfer deadline day yesterday Aaron Ramsey, Juventus to Rangers No one saw that coming John Souter staying at Hearts Very few people saw that coming Tomorrow night, probably the biggest game so far this season Celtic versus Rangers at Celtic Park Alan McGregor in, maybe Callum McGregor in No Aaron Ramsey And even before all that, five bumper fixtures tonight yeah, I'm looking forward to the football tonight, Gordon uh, For the build-up to the big one tomorrow A lot of terrific fixtures Derbies there, Hearts and Hibs You know, even along in Paisley St Mirren are playing Motherwell tonight as well So, a lot of good games, a lot of good fixtures A lot of exciting football uh, And important points to be played for And of course, Roger Hanna Amidst all the excitement of new signings And big games tonight and tomorrow A, a truly incredible day involving Wraith Rovers, which we will elaborate on uh, in the very near future Proving that Some things are more important Than what happens on the pitch Yeah There's been An incredible backlash To the signing of David Goodwillie An understandable backlash To the signing of David Goodwillie And I don't think anyone at Raith Rovers Can say They weren't warned Because When the signing was first mooted I think it was between Christmas and New Year Val McDermott Lifelong supporter of the club uh, A major Sponsor Of the club Highlighted um, Her opposition Highlighted to the club the general opposition that there would be to this signing. Um, to be honest with you, Gordon, I thought we would hear no more of this signing. It got pushed through late last night, and today there has been one resignation after another. Yes, we'll get to that, I am very sure, in the not too distant future. So, if you have any thoughts on that, Wraith Rovers fans, I know this has impacted a lot of people across Scottish football and even wider society as well. So, pick up that phone. And let us know your take on it Big games tonight Big games tomorrow Busy transfer deadline day It truly is all happening So 0141-951-1025 That is the number you need right now Give us a call I barely know where to begin If we're talking about the football tonight and tomorrow As Gordon says Just along the road We've got St Mirren taking on uh, Motherwell Big derbies in Dundee and Edinburgh As far as the big one in Glasgow Tomorrow Rangers fans No Aaron Ramsey tomorrow Confirmed by Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Are you okay with that? Are you, are you disappointed? Did you, did you expect to see him at some point? He did confirm that Alan McGregor Will play Will start And it was never a debate Never a conversation for him After the mistakes at the weekend Again are you happy with that? Would you have liked to have seen a change In goal? Let us know and Celtic fans, how excited are you at the thought of Callum McGregor perhaps making a surprise return? It was a matter of days ago that the manager called it a serious and significant injury. Now, he never put a time frame on it, understandably. Um, but it looks like the captain could make a return. Maybe, having trained today. Give us all your thoughts. 01419511025 or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Let's start with 
Hearing from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst He's been speaking today ahead of the big game In the East End tomorrow He does confirm Aaron Ramsey won't be ready However he's hopeful he will be available soon uh, No Aaron will not be uh, in the squad You know he's been uh, out for a couple of weeks uh, He's trained with the, with the squad today He looked really good But uh, tomorrow comes too soon well, we have to uh, assess him uh, this week, but uh, I think we can uh, welcome him, uh, I think, really quick to the, to the squad. We had a good discussion. I spoke uh, with Aaron the first time in the weekend and uh, talked about his situation, talked about his physical uh, uh, ability at the moment. And for me, that was clear that we, uh, we wanted to sign him because I think he will be, uh, you know, a great asset to, to, the, to the team. And, uh, you know, of course, the last months of the season now uh, on the way, we can, uh, we can, uh, he can help us um, to be successful. And come on then, be honest. Who saw this signing coming a few days ago? No, no, absolutely not. At full um, time on Saturday, did you think, ah, don't worry, Rangers fans, don't worry about that drop points in Dingwall, Aaron Ramsey will be in the building soon. Yeah, listen, it's quite incredible. Um, I don't go back quite as far as Hugh Keevans, Gordon, but I go back quite a fair distance. And I was trying to think last night of the one... A transfer that had surprised me as much as this one. I remember very close to midnight, one transfer deadline night, Robbie Keane arriving at Celtic Park. But that had been spoken about before. That had been touted for two or three days in advance that Robbie Keane was coming. Um, this just began to emerge yesterday morning and very quickly it became apparent that it wasn't pie in the sky. It was going to happen. He jetted in, he signed the contract, he's a Rangers player. It's a hugely... Ambitious move from Rangers Just a few days after You know A £37 million player In Ahmad Diallo Arrived on loan It's a statement of intent After all the Celtic signings That had come earlier In the window And it ups the ante For the run into the league title As far as The story The, the profile Gordon Is mm. this Where do you rank this In terms of Biggest signings That, that have been made In uh, recent well, times it's, it's certainly a massive signing Gordon Because let's face it This lad is a talented Talented footballer um, and I think Rangers fans will be a bit disappointed The fact that he's not in the squad for tomorrow night Because they want to get him up and running There's um, not many games left obviously um, this season So they want to get him on that park as quickly as he possibly can Now he comes with a terrific reputation He's, he's got great ability, we all know that But he's got to do it He's got to do it on the pitch He's got to hit the ground running and I'll be interested to see what he brings But he's certainly a quality player 01419511025 Tam is a Rangers fan in Barhead First through tonight Tam, no place for Aaron Ramsey tomorrow Is that what you expected Or, or were you hoping to see something from him tomorrow? I was home to see him come on at some point I thought he may be on the bench to start with But I thought he may have come on at some point In the second half um, So Yeah I mean, Roger, look, the guy's not played football since November He's played eight games this season So in that regard This isn't surprising at all But on the other side of it As Tam says There would just have been that hope That excitement yeah, amongst Rangers I, fans he's, Because let's be honest After tomorrow He's only got 14 league games left So the, yeah. hope, the hope is just clearly That you, you see him quickly That's the way Tam and others yeah, feel Yeah but listen We talk about the surprise Of the deal going through yesterday I was really surprised Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Ruled him out today you? Yeah. Now, Even if he's not going to play And even if Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Knows he's not going to play You just leave it <laughs> Just let leave yeah. it hang until tomorrow night, and you've got nine substitutes now. You know, I, I'm actually quite surprised. I agree with Tom. I thought he would be at least on the bench, even if he's only seventy percent fit. 
you know, I, I'm really surprised the way this has turned out today. I thought <clears throat> it wouldn't be ruled out, and he might just get involved at some stage. I've got to say, I'm, I'm with Roger and Tam in this. I was very surprised to hear the Rangers manager ruling them out this afternoon, Gordon. I can understand that they weren't going to start him, but in a game like this, and the atmosphere, and he's trained today. I, I don't see how he can't be on the bench and, and you know, 20 minutes or whatever it may be because he is a quality player and you're right in what we were talking there, 14, 15 league games. They want to get him up to speed. They want to get him going quickly. I thought it would have been tailor-made uh, tomorrow night just to, you know, see him on the park for some amount of time. What do you make of the, the signing in general, Tam? How, how excited are you by it? I was shocked to hear about it. I, was like, I didn't think it would go ahead. But, and then seeing him in Glasgow late last night, that's when you kind of knew he was going to sign. Um, but I said to my dad last night, it was only a matter of time before he was signing, after he arrived at Ibrooks as well. Mm-hmm. So, how, big uh, an, how big an impact do you think he'll make, Tam? I mean, we had Rangers fans last night saying, game changer, this this wins the league, that, that sort of thing. Are you that confident about it? Yes, I think Rangers will run away with the league now. We're in with uh, Diablo on, on the wing, and Kamara, Aribo, and Ramsey in the middle of that park I mean that's frightening in my opinion so I'm not sure if you agree with that or not Roger um, I don't think anyone will run away with this league I just have a feeling this is going to be one of the classic run-ins there'll be lots of twists and turns between now and the end of the season um, you wondered I think it was was it the Livingston game last midweek maybe when Scott Adfield came off the bench to score the goal um, and also even the Aberdeen one the week before up there when there was a 1-1 draw I thought Rangers needed a couple of players just even for numbers just to bolster the squad the squad to me looked a little bit thin but I really wasn't expecting signings of the profile of Aaron Ramsey and Ahmed Diallo uh, profile's one thing doing it on the park it, it is another thing but listen Ramsey's only he's only 31 years of age still um, Diallo showed up at Dingwall in a Disappointing result I thought he showed Glimpses of Of what he can do So I think This now Boosts Rangers squad Celtic did their business Early in the window Rangers did their business Late in the window It's now going to be fascinating In these last 15 games or so Gordon It's all part of the fun Gordon But mm-hmm. there is an, an impossibility about it Since time began People are asked To prejudge Signings You never truly know So I, I do acknowledge that What's your hunch telling you Because you've got A fairly Easy set of circumstances to assess You've got a guy who's supremely talented Played mm-hmm. at a very high level But hasn't played a lot recently How does that manifest itself for the rest uh, of the season? Well I, th- I, I think it's a very very good signing I think what he'll do as well Gordon uh, You know he'll give confidence to people round about him A player of his quality And he is a quality quality player But he's like every other player He's got to come in He's coming in with a big reputation um, he's got a short time here He's got to hit that ground running And if he does that He certainly makes Rangers A lot stronger in squads I look at both squads I'm, I'm agreeing with uh, Roger here I don't think MD's got to run away With this title I think it'll be a very Right to the end I think it'll be a very tight claim But Games like tomorrow night Will go a far way Of deciding who is going to be the champions uh, Do you know what Tam makes an interesting point Roger when he, he rhymes off the other names Aaron Ramsey was going to get the headline Nothing else was going to get a look in Which is understandable But Joe Rebo didn't leave And Glenn Kamara didn't leave You know there was maybe a fear that Holding on to 
players might have been a, a challenge But none of that happened Well, at 28 last night I think one of your callers had Joe Aribo sold before midnight <laughs> right, so, he did, yeah. you know, he, he has stayed um, It's interesting Nathan Patterson went for 12, rising to £16 million And I think the fact that Rangers got a buyer from Nathan Patterson That then allowed them to keep the Aribos and the Camaras And the Morelos's as well There was no pressure now on Rangers to sell um, after Patterson left Giovanni Van Bronckhorst said He didn't think it weakened the team Because Patterson wasn't really in the team James Tavernier yeah. is the right back So he thinks Rangers have emerged stronger from the window I think Ange Postecoglou will say Celtic have emerged stronger from the window And it's uh, it, it's time now for the running Let's see how strong they are I mean how, yeah, how could you say that Either of them haven't emerged stronger Gordon? Oh, I like to get a good yeah. debate going usually But it's a bit of a no-brainer on both sides, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and and the good the good thing for Celtic, uh, Gordon, is most of their players that have come in have hit the ground running, and made an impact right away, and that's what Rangers will be looking for off of their new players as well. Both both squads, when everybody's back and everybody's fit, are very very strong looking squads now. Uh, and it sets it up nicely for tomorrow. Just the, I'm not sure it needed a subplot, but the Aaron Ramsey debut would have been one. Yeah, and listen, I, I can <laughs> I can never remember a fixture like this, but maybe it's because it's been delayed by a month, Gordon, where the personnel on show has swung back and forth so much. You know, when the game was originally going to be the 2nd of January, there, true, yeah. there were players missing, then when it was moved, the, the, all the Japanese players were going to miss it. Now it looks as if Maeda's coming back and could be involved in the squad. Callum McGregor's out Well he might not be out Is Alan McGregor getting dropped? No he's not going to get dropped Well Ramsey's going to be in No Ramsey's not going to be in Omarelos is away So who plays up top for Rangers? Will it be Itton? Will it be Roof? Will it be Sakala? It's amazing how the this almost like the pendulum of, of power For this game has swung back and forth And even now 24 hours before kickoff, I don't think either Any of us here could say with any real certainty Who's going to be on the pitch at kickoff? Time? It's a, yeah, it's been a strange week, Tam, because by this point we're usually up to our eyes and debating who's going to start and who's not going to start, and we've not even really uh, got round to that. But the Rangers manager today confirming Alan McGregor will play in goal. He says there was no, there was no conversation, no debate for him. That was a a no brainer. I did see some Rangers fans over the weekend though disagreeing with that notion on social media. How do you feel about it? Um, I knew Alan McGregor would start. I mean. One bad game out of how many does he really have a bad game? Hardly ever. I mean, he's last year, he put up a lot of good saves last year in mm. Alan McGregor, so I don't see why one game would affect him. Any surprise for you in that game? Uh, absolutely yeah, not. I thought you Gordon. Might say that. No, no chance. Always thought McGregor is a big game player, he's a number one goalkeeper. Yes, he didn't have his finest moments at the weekend, but he loves playing in these games. Roger, same for you, or. Was there ever any room? I just thought it was an interesting weekend. Maybe when you're in this business, you you look at things from a more boring perspective and you overanalyze them. It's like a new contract, John McLaughlin, Sunday morning, just felt like yeah, it's like an interesting time to to announce it. I didn't know if that meant anything. It obviously, doesn't um, in terms of who plays, but so that was an interesting time to announce that. Yeah, listen, it was um, Alan McGregor. It, he has a tendency to bounce back I thought he'd made some mistakes earlier in the season Notably the one against Hearts When he misjudged the corner in the last minute And Craig Halkett scored an equaliser for Hearts But subsequent to that, he bounced back He looked to be back to his best He was making some really good saves He was an important influence for Rangers And then something just went awry at Dingwall at the weekend The two mm. mistakes he made 
Now the first one is a down to concentration. I don't know. Daz maybe better place than me to answer. It's a mistake. The one for the equaliser and added time. I've watched it several times. I don't even know what he's doing, Gordon. I genuinely don't know what he's trying to do there. Um, but he's shown in the past he has the the capacity to bounce back quickly from mistakes like that. Thank you, Tam. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. John's a Rangers fan. On the line, John. No, Aaron Ramsey in the squad tomorrow. What do you make of that? Hi, good evening, guys. I'm a bit out of breath. I've just done a five k there. Oh, good on you, John. Fifty-one. So I wasn't. Oh. Anyway, on the oh. back of that, yeah. Uh, just a wee quick one to to, to get into it. Uh, I don't want to be doom and gloom um, about uh, Ramsey, but I looked at some um, social media stuff, <clears throat> and I don't know. If this is true, but they're saying here he's played a hundred minutes since October twenty one. Come on the bench, come off the bench again, Zenit, and he's had a hundred minutes since October. Now, I wouldn't be flying the minute the lines down tomorrow, so I understand why he's not on the bench. But you're talking about a two million loan fee, so I'm understanding Rangers pays nearly two million to the end of the season. Then there's a fee. The Juventus are looking for a 4.6 million. Now, I know Gordon said earlier on they would have him on the bench, bring them on for 20 minutes. Who at Rangers has actually seen Ramsey? I know he's a quality player. I don't know who's played for Arsenal, Juventus, Wales. But 100 minutes since last October, and Rangers are paying 2 million to cover his wages to the end of the season. That is absolutely incredible. I don't know what he's thinking of that, if that's true. It's an interesting take, Roger, because the majority opinion so far, which is, is fine, good to hear both sides, the majority opinion so far has been that financially, this is a, an incredible deal for Rangers because you're getting a guy who's on an absolute fortune in Italy and Juventus are essentially paying it and he's, he's getting to come and, and play. What do you make of John's um, concerns, shall we call them? Um, well... Listen, this is Glasgow, Gordon. You know how these things go. Um, Rangers supporters, in the main, will think this is a wonderful deal. Celtic support- no, but John's a Rangers fan. No, I know that. I'm saying in the main, okay. will think. Celtic supporters will think it's a dreadful deal. And there'll be a few Rangers fans, John among them, who, who will perhaps worry. Um, John, I wouldn't worry because the Rangers board are quite happy to enter into this agreement, just as they were quite happy to enter into a loan agreement for Ahmed Diallo the tail end of last week. Um, there are high stakes at the end of this season Probably higher stakes than we've ever seen Financially For a championship in Scotland The winners go straight in To the group stage of the Champions League I think the estimates are between 30 and £40 million pounds. That would be worth So Rangers both clearly Are willing to speculate To accumulate They've watched Celtic go out and spend money To bring in Maeda Hatate O'Reilly Idiguchi And others During this month um, they were reasonably quiet James Sands came in A deal wasn't done To get John Suter this month So they clearly felt They had to go And bolster the squad And they've chosen to go down the route Of Diallo and Ramsey on loan So Football clubs Make these decisions They stand or fall by these decisions And The Rangers board clearly Are quite happy Whatever it costs I don't know the exact detail of the finance But if the board are happy I think the supporters should just, you know, should be happy too that they're getting players of this quality in. Just quickly on a footballing mm. side of it, John's along that lines as well, saying, well, you know, who, who's seen him recently because he's not played a lot to decide. But is Aaron Ramsey's profile of such a level that y- you don't 
need to worry about that too much. No, is, that, is that is that the logic that the Rangers board are coming? Yeah, I think I, I think he comes with such a big reputation, Gordon. Uh, we all agree that he is a very talented boy. There's no doubt in that he's a, a very talented footballer. I know that uh, some Rangers fans will be looking at the the amount of minutes that he's only played since October. That is a concern, of course. It is. It's a concern for any player. That's why tomorrow night I either probably had him on the bench, I'd have had him involved in it, and try to get him up to speed right away. Uh, thank you, John. Enjoy your rest and recovery. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Celtic fans, good time for you to get involved. Will we see Callum McGregor coming from the start tomorrow? What would you make of that? Even Dyson Maeda might come back and make an impact. Having come on for Japan today, pick up the phone and let us know. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here They're about to be joined by Michael in Cumbernauld But quickly let's hear from Ange Postacoglu Before we do that because he says Callum McGregor could feature against Rangers tomorrow He also says Dyson Maeda could make the bench Despite playing for Japan today Yeah we'll see We'll see how he is He gets in uh, tomorrow morning So um, like I said he played 20 minutes I haven't seen the, the game And we haven't spoken to him yet So we'll, we'll probably have a chat with him And then uh, I'll probably have a chat with him tomorrow when he lands and see how he feels. Um, chance for the squad. Uh, definitely won't start, but chance for the squad. So we'll just see how he is. Tommy will play. He'll play 90 minutes, so you can pretty much rule him out. So uh, he'll be out. And then um, uh, Bitton's obviously suspended. And uh, I think that's it. Cal trained with the team today. But, again, uh, not really sure about tomorrow, but I'll make a decision on that uh, later. Mind games, Callum McGregor going to play, Callum McGregor not going to play. What's your hunch, having you, heard that? You, you know something, I've decided it's just as well that Ange Postecoglou and Giovanni Van Bronckhorst are the old firm managers because they'd be rubbish callers on this show. <laughs> they don't get themselves excited about anything. They're so level-headed, they're so calm, they just sort of shrug their shoulders and get on with everything. They'd be terrible callers on this phone. Well, so, let's, let's bring in Michael and get his take on it, Michael. You've heard your manager there. Do you read anything into that? Are we likely to see Callum McGregor or not tomorrow? What do you think? Good evening, guys. Um, I, I don't think Callum McGregor will get any chance of starting the, the game tomorrow. Um, I, I suffered a fractured eye socket years ago and I, I couldn't even shave for months. <laughs> you know, like you, you, can't, you can't move properly. Like, And athletes athletes are no different, you know. Um, but I, I just wanted to, to say... I, I'm not too sure about the, the, the starting lineup tomorrow night. Um, I, I've got a feeling that we'll, we'll see Ralston come in and Juranovic play in the, in the holding midfield role. Yeah, I'm wondering what the guys thought. Uh, Gordon, mm. let's let's deal with Callum McGregor first then, because if we, we need to eliminate him for, for Michael's theory yeah. uh, to work out. What, what's your take on that? I, I get where Michael's coming from because you wouldn't want to take a chance, but it was seven days ago yeah. that. Ange Postacoglu said he, he was not going to give a time frame But he said it was a serious and significant injury This could just be me It might just be a personal thing I didn't expect him to train again within seven days then I don't know if that means he plays tomorrow mm. But having heard the word serious and significant I didn't expect him to train seven days later what? No, I'm a bit surprised at it myself, Gordon It would be a massive boost to Celtic Because uh, as Michael was saying there You're trying to second guess the middle of the park And you know, you've got an option of bringing McCarthy in there. Is is he ready for that game tomorrow night? Because that game will be played at 100 miles an hour. 
he might look at Juranovic coming in the middle well, of the well, part. Well, which one? What's your take? Is Ken McCarthy going to do that tomorrow? Um, I think it'll be a big ask for McCarthy. I don't think he's played enough football, and I think that game will be played at a fair pace. And if you look at Rangers, they're very strong in the middle of the part with guys like Kamara and Aribo and people like that. So that's a very important part of the the game tomorrow night. Who dictates the middle of the part usually goes on to, you know, create the better chances and uh, you've got to dominate that area. Um I'll be interesting. Um he's got a couple of options there. But as I said, I'm not expecting McGregor to play but I think every Celtic fan, every player would get a, a, a terrific lift if the captain could lead his side out tomorrow night. What does it say, with no disrespect to him, if he's listening, what does it say about where James McCarthy's at that Michael's phoning in and talking about Juranovic maybe being a, a better no, option I, to get in there I don't see that. I tend to agree with Daz. I think this game's too early for Callum McGregor. I might be wrong. Ange Bosakoglu will know a lot more than I do. I just feel it's come a little bit early. As you said... Only a matter of days ago He was describing this As a serious and significant injury um, Going and training at Lennox Town For a wee bit on Tuesday morning Is far removed From playing in an old firm game On the Wednesday night uh, With no near beat on With no Rogic With no Turnbull With no Edeguchi I would suspect the midfield three Would be O'Reilly, Hattati and McCarthy um, I don't think Is McCarthy you... up to that? Well Listen, he's in a public of Ireland international who's spent the last few years in the English Premier League and in the summer signed a four-year contract. Oh, I, mean, I, get, I get that. I, so I, I'm a, but I'm wondering if, why, if, 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 he's if not it was up, that simple, Michael wouldn't be on asking for Juranovic no, no, to play no, midfield. James McCarthy will just need to be up to it. Uh, Michael, what, why Why is am I seeing this a lot about Juranovic? Why is that a, an option for you and, and some fans I can see on social media? He's just so versatile, and he? he's a really—he's been a great signing, and he's, he's just really versatile. But it, I, I just wanted to say, obviously, regarding the weekend, um, I, I don't think uh, obviously with the big news with with Rangers signing uh, Ramsey, and obviously it's going to be a good signing for them. But look, he's got the—he's got a great pedigree. But um, I'm—I'm I, I, I'm convinced that that Postecoglou looks to find solutions all the time, and even at half time, it wasn't working for us. Um, at the game of the weekend um, and he made the changes on the left hand side um, and again chasing the winner 15-20 minutes to go um, he went and he went and brought on young Doak very impressive debut by the young man and uh, I, I, I was really impressed and you've got to give the manager credit he, he, he was able to get the, the three points on a, on a day that looked like Dun United where the really really good goalkeeper looked as if they were going to keep us out yeah, it was an incredible afternoon, wasn't it, Gordon? Yeah, yeah. I've got to, I've got to admit, I said in the show, Gordon, I thought Celtic thoroughly deserved their their late winner. They kept going. Ten men showed great character. I thought the manager making the substitution. We were all standing in here and we were talking about it. Yakimakis went off, and you're thinking, well, you're taking someone that's a potential goal scorer. He's put a badder through the middle, and he got his reward. So I think the Celtic manager takes a lot of pats in the back for it. But I will be really interested to see his team tomorrow night. It'll be interesting what he does in the middle of the park. Go on then, whilst we're trying to speculate and read between the lines, what role, if any, does Dyson Maeda play? 25 ish minutes for Japan today. What can he do tomorrow? Well, what well, can he contribute? Listen, it's funny you ask that question because we've just discussed Michael was asking about the makeup of Celtic's midfield three. I'm far more interested in the makeup of Celtic's front three. Because I don't think Maida will start. I think Maida will come back on the bench. You think he'll be there? He'll be on the bench and he'll I be an option. I think he'll be back okay. on the bench. What I was going to pose was 
Having scored the winning goal on Saturday mm. When when Giocamacca was off the pitch Does Abada become the centre forward With Jota and Forrest either side And Giocamacca Gio is left on the bench that's, so, that's got to be the interesting one as well Really? I yeah, because I, th- I think it's, I I'll think tell you what, let's let's bring Jerry in on that Because yeah. thanks, we'll thank Michael for his time as well Jerry's a Celtic fan And I know he did have team lineup issues on his mind What do you think, Jerry? Hi, yeah, yeah, I thought I'd go on tonight Because it might be a bit busier tomorrow night, you know um, No, I think the Rangers team um, Alone, my Celtic fan By the way, can I say about Ramsey I think he's a good player and I suppose I would be quite happy if if it was the other way about. But I'm I'm actually surprised that Gordon and Roger are surprised that this guy, apart from the minutes etc., to put many of the cauldron in front of sixty thousand Celtic fans, even if Rangers are winning two nothing with fifty minutes to go, can you imagine the reception he's going to get? And he's not going to sort of contribute anything. I don't think if they brought him on. So Van Bronckhorst is quite right to to keep him uh, on ice for another few days. Anyway, um. What was what I was saying to the producer um, is that the Hank the Rangers team picked itself the same back five goalkeeper in the back four. And you'll need Arfield to play because he needs some kind of goal threat. Arebo doesn't really score enough, so he'll need Arebo uh, Arfield as a goal threat. And I think the front three, that boy Diallo will definitely play, and it'll be a roof in the middle and Kent on the other side. So that's really the Rangers team. I don't see there being much because Rangers don't have a. Any options for the back four anyway? To think about it, uh, they're not going to play the Greek guy straight away, are they? So uh, the back four picks itself. Now, what I was going to, what I said to the producer was that um, I think Juranovic will play at left back. Um, I think he should because Diallo is a, a right-sided, um, a right, you know, right wing, but he comes in in his left foot like Salah or Patrick Roberts. Remember him, and a right-footed left back will be able to nullify his threat more than me, Taylor, who will probably be uh, roasted by the boy because um, I don't think uh, he's going to be able to cope. But Juranovic will because he comes in in his left foot and a right-footed left-back will, will stop all that. So uh, that's, that's what I think. I think the front three, Giamakis, will play because uh, I think he can exploit um, Bassi's wobbliness over the last three or four weeks. And Jota will start because this is the kind of game where he wants to showcase himself. And Abada clearly from his his confidence will be high, uh, especially after the last two games. Giamakis will certainly play. And the, the midfield three, because there's no other options really, McCarthy would have to play. He's a guy who knows the Celtic Rangers thing because he grew up as a Celtic fan. And he's played probably in three or four uh, Everton, Liverpool. Uh, sorry, uh, the derbies mm-hmm. um, Everton Liverpool I, maybe only two but uh, he knows the score you can't put O'Reilly uh, Hatati and one of the other guys in so the middle. you don't think we'll see Callum McGregor Jerry you think him training today is not a, a sign that we're going to make uh, see him make a surprise appearance tomorrow well, we don't know if it's a, a curveball that big Geo uh, that big uh, Angelos is, is thrown in um there is a possibility if he stays, stuff like that, which would then change my midfield three. But I think it will be, as Roger said, McCarthy in the middle, an old head keeping his eye on the two either side of him. Um, but if McGregor's there, then one of the two guys, probably O'Reilly, will miss out. Uh, and they'll play McCarthy, McGregor on the left of the three. 
and Hatate on on the right of the three. Mm. So uh, I think the team. Kerry, you've, you've worked it out very well, but I, I'm sorry, I'm going to disagree with you a little Has bit. Has you worked out well then? Well, you've just uh, been polite, aren't you? Yeah, um, I think one. I think he'll stick with Taylor at left back. Uh, I can understand what Jerry's trying to say there. Jerry made made a good case for it in the sense, yeah, you know, I can understand course, the logic. So can I? But does Anne Postecoglou strike you as the type of guy that would change something to, to nullify a threat rather than just do you know what he wanted to do in the first place? No, I think I think he concentrates on his own team, and I think he gets the best out of Taylor just now in, in the left back position. Juranovic is a t- Super player He can play Most positions Gordon But I think that um, Where I'm definitely Disagreeing with Jerry Is I think O'Reilly Is a certainty To start No matter who's fit Because I just like The look of this lad I think he's a very Good footballer He'll be able to Handle that He can get a goal Threat as well So uh, If if McGregor's not there Then I'm with Roger With McCarthy in there With O'Reilly And Hatati. Um, if McGregor's playing Then I think McCarthy will, will, will miss out The one change in the Rangers team That Jerry mentioned Then I wonder I, I think Ruth will start I don't think Cedric Eaton's done enough In his couple of starts I think Ruth is ageing back To full fitness I would imagine he would start I wonder about Leon Balligan Coming back in for He's Calvin Bassett isn't he? Yeah um, I just wonder it, it Just alongside Goldson There just looks to be for me A little bit more Solidity well, about well, it So just whilst we're Throwing the, the theories The guesses out there Definitely Maeda On the bench Not a surprise start For you That'd No too no, much. no no I think I think he'll go On the okay. bench Gordon I think you'll be able To use him I don't think That'll be a problem mm-hmm. uh, But um, I do think That Taylor will start Led by Thank you Jerry 01419511025 It's been an incredible Day of backlash At Wraith Rovers After the signing of David Goodwillie I know lots of you Whether you're a Wraith Rovers fan or not Have strong opinions on this And understandably so Now would be a good time to share them We're going to take a look at that story next 01419511025 01419511025 This is Scottish Football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 On the phones It's at Clyde SSB on Twitter It was a huge night of transfers last night A huge night of Premiership action tonight And in this part of the world An even bigger night of Premiership action tomorrow Every now and then a story comes along though, In Scottish football uh, That gives everyone a bit of perspective And puts what happens on the pitch Into perspective uh, And that's certainly the case today Widespread anger amongst Wraith Rovers fans Board members, sponsors, club staff And even wider society across Scotland After the club signed David Goodwillie from Clyde uh, if you've been listening to Clyde One throughout the day, you'll have heard lots about this on our news bulletins and online. So, with that in mind, Leslie Dimashio from our news team uh, joins me at the moment just to give us uh, a little bit of a, an update in terms of where we're at with that story. Leslie Wraith announced the signing last night, like many other signings. However, a lot's happened since then. What yeah. has happened since then? Yeah, well, it's, it is actually quite difficult to keep tabs, but just since he signed last night, we've seen. At the latest count, we've got two directors resign, saying this was pushed through against their wishes. The women's team captain, Tyler Rattrace, quit. The supporter liaison officer has walked away. Even the announcer says he won't do it anymore after 40 years of supporting the club. Now, novelist and the club's main sponsor, Val McDermott, was the first. She's pulling all funding. She says the prospect of a rapist playing in her shirt makes her feel sick. 
More sponsors followed. Tag Games. Marie Penman's quit after three weeks with the Community Foundation. And even the First Minister's been involved, Gordon. Yes, it is quite a list. And lots of people out there in Scottish football feeling equally as angry as those Wraith Rovers, Rovers fans. But what is the background, Leslie, for anyone who doesn't know... Um, where is the anger coming from? I'm sure lots of people are across yeah. the story, but take yeah, us back. So this goes right back to 2011. That's when David Goodwillie was accused of raping a woman in Armadale. Now, there wasn't enough evidence for a criminal case to succeed, which is very common. 88% of rape cases in Scotland don't go to the courts. He and David Robertson were eventually ordered to pay £100,000 in damages by a judge in a civil trial in 2017. The judge ruled that he did rape a 24-year-old woman. Now, that was something of a landmark case at the time. To bring it, the victim had to waive her right to anonymity for life. And even now, there have only been three successful cases of that kind in Scotland. Uh, and a lot's been said about this throughout the day, Leslie. Of Wraith Rovers, I believe they have eventually issued a statement, acknowledged the reaction. What have they said tonight? Yeah, we have been waiting for a statement all day and it's it's finally come. It's quite defiant. The club are standing by Goodwillie. Um, they say, first and foremost, this was a football-related decision. They add that they fully encourage rehabilitation. It does acknowledge the backlash. They say, as a community club, they respect differing opinions among fans and they aim to rebuild trust. However, it goes on to say Goodwillie is part of the club. He previously played there and that his footballing ability is his foremost consideration. Well, uh, thank you very much to Leslie Dimasho from the news team, just bringing us up to speed, keeping us across the facts of this David Goodwillie uh, saga. It's definitely a saga, that's for sure, and I wonder if we've heard the end of it. Let's bring in Jess, who is a Wraith Rovers fan on the line. Jess, how does it feel to be a Wraith Rovers fan tonight? Um, today, it does feel very disappointing to be a Wraith Rovers fan. I've been going to the Rovers for years and years, and I just feel like today, it's for most Rovers fans, the people who feel the same as me, I feel very disappointed in my team today. Not Because usually I'm the kind of person where I stick through my team, can win, lose, draw. I'm always a person there cheering on. Um, and I just feel like today just isn't the club that I've been going to. I just don't feel like we're the same at the minute. Yeah, I mean, Leslie was just running us through. Val McDermott, obviously a high-profile example. Various other yeah. people connected with the club. I, I take it you stand you know, in solidarity with them and, and the stance that they're all taking. Yeah, um, and I think it's very good that people... Um, obviously a very tough decision for them, but I do feel like they've done the right thing because I think the Rovers need to understand... Um, but obviously the, the younger generation who are the people who are going to keep football going in the future when we're not here, uh, they should be looking up to the players as an idol, not a rapist. Um, and I think the, the Rovers were told, um, they could see on social media when this got leaked about a month ago, the Rovers did see how upset the fans were and obviously how other people within the club, like McDermott and that, um, how they were feeling, but they still went against everybody and still done it. And they're still going by them right now after seeing um, how disappointed everybody is. Yeah, Is that why this is a bit of a double-edged blow for, for you as a Wraith Rovers fan? Because you've got the decision to sign David Goodwillie, which you disagree with, but but then the the way the club's gone about it and, and that reaction tonight, that statement... Um, I know the statements are supposed to try and maybe calm things down and, and win people over. I'm not sure that's happened, has it? No, it hasn't. Because we're meant to be like a community and family club and they've obviously shown their true colours and they've shown that they aren't by signing him. I don't think the Rovers understand that 
losing fans um, and losing how many people they have lost within the club, can like sponsors, um, can like um, race over boards, team members. I don't think they realise that the club will struggle massively without this many people in the club because we are the people that keep the rovers going. So they're basically risking all of this for one football player. There's plenty more strikers that we could have signed. You, a lot of the other teams you can see have signed good strikers, but we went by the one that has basically risked the whole team and the whole club. Yeah, and, and you know what, Jess? I'm, I'm glad we got the chance to speak to you because it's, it's not lost on me that certainly in the studio, this is a male-dominated environment, and, and let's be honest, a lot of the listeners as well, this, this can be of a male uh, environment at times, but I, I, I wonder as a as a female how... I mean, listening to Val McDermott as well, talking about how it would make her feel. How, how uh, to sort of sum up before we let you go? How how, how does it make you feel the the thought of David Goodwillie playing for your team? Um, it makes me feel very disappointed and very sickening. That um, and obviously a lot of the women will feel the same because I have been told in the past, and a lot of women probably have been that you kind of get told that you shouldn't really be so, like supporting football. It's a man's thing, and it isn't. And um, obviously, then signing this. Like good Willie, I just feel like it's a massive kick in the teeth to women as well because obviously we're trying to like cut down on rape for men and women, and I think the Rovers are kind of not helping, especially when the Man United player whole thing happened as well. They signed a player maybe three two hours before the whole transfer window shuts, and I just feel like a lot of women will be the same as me, feeling very disappointed that we've basically it's been shoved back in our faces because as a women supporting football, it isn't easy because. It's almost known as a man's football game, if you know what I mean, which isn't mm-hmm. true, but I have been told that a lot, and it does feel like the roads are kind of siding on that a lot with this decision. Yeah, Jess, you know what? You've spoken incredibly well on it. I can sense your passion for the subject. Thank you for taking the time. We've got Lee, who's also a Wraith Rovers fan, uh, on the line. It has to be the same question to you, I think. Lee, how would you sum up how it feels to be a Wraith Rovers fan tonight? I mean, I think um, you know, for the twenty odd years that I've I've been a race overs fan, I don't think I've ever been embarrassed to support the club. But I, I definitely feel a lot of embarrassment and just a, 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 a fury at the decision that that has been brought today. To just you know, over the last few years, have really the, the club has really built a, a reputation as a as Jess was saying as a, a community club and has built great links to the community with youth teams, especially you know girls youth teams and women youth teams, and that just has completely just been all thrown to one side for. For one player today, this must be tough. Lee. I, I don't know how strongly you feel. You can tell me that is this, you know, I'm, I'm never going to go and see Wraith Rovers again. I, I'm no longer a Wraith Rovers fan because if that is the case, that that can't be an easy decision. Jess put it well. You know, you you're sort of born into supporting these teams at times. It, it, it's your life. It, it's unconditional. You know, sort of win, lose, or draw. And no matter what goes on, you go and show your support. But you don't. Always expect a condition like this to to arise. So I wonder if, if the unconditional nature of it's been tested. Oh no, I think so. I think that's absolutely true. I mean, I'll um, I will be going to the game tonight against Three in the South. As I'd already bought a ticket. I don't have a season ticket, so I'd bought a ticket before um, this had all been announced. But I think after tonight, it will be um, you know this will be um, you know the, the straw that brought the camels back tonight. I'd say is that for me, I, I can't justify handing money over to the club for them to. Had to go towards his wages I can't justify that What do you make of the club's reaction? Um, because obviously the decision To sign him in the first place Not popular What about the reaction? I mean for instance There's just a, there's a couple of lines that, that jump out But one bang in the middle Tonight's statement 
As David has previously played for Wraith Rovers earlier in his career We consider him to be part of the Wraith Rovers football club I don't have the emotional tie to, to this club the way you do Lee, I, I just fail to see what that really means What relevance it has What have you made of the club's reaction? Nah, yeah, that, that line really stuck with me as well I mean, for me, he he is not part of part of this club People like people like Val McDermott People like all the volunteers who have seen Who give up so much of their time to make the club what it is I mean, it's really, I think we've actually seen Demonstrated today um, Just how much the club is held up by volunteers And, you know, the the board who remains I'm, I'm sure will we'll, we'll learn a very harsh lesson As to how much the club is held up by volunteers um, so yeah I mean th- those people for me are, are part of the club Not not him Yeah I mean Gordon DL Wraith Rovers legend You've got the, the club Close to your heart And I know speaking to you In the way in You're as, as disappointed As anyone At the, the way that The club has, has handled this Yeah especially after The reaction When it first came out Gordon about a month ago They were talking Maybe of signing them And the Wraith Rovers People up there And Lee's right There's a lot of terrific people Do a lot of hard work For a club and today they've lost those people. I, and it's a shame it's hard to come to that. I know that people will say, well, David Goodwillie is a, a, is a good footballer. He can go 10, 15 goals to the end of the season. But it's not about that. People have walked away from the club that they go week in, week out, help, pay their money, do everything. They've been disgusted. I don't even like the statement tonight that Wraith made. I just thought it was a gesture to put out there. So I'm really disappointed for my club. I've got to say, I've had a lot of great memories up there, a lot of great people. And I've people on the phone this afternoon telling me that they're never going back to Stars Park. They were ripping up their season tickets. So it just showed you what the, what's happened up there. Sure taking all this, Roger. Um, it's a community club. Now, what that means, Gordon, is they foster bonds with the community. Gordon Dale's been up there. He was a ma- up there as a player. He was up there as a manager. I've been to Kirkcaldy with Gordon Dale. I-, I see what Wraith Rovers means to the people of Kirkcaldy. Listen to Jess, listen to Lee, people like that. Um, Wraith Rovers have a women's team. They've got kids' teams. It's a club that has always reached out to the men, women and children of Kirkcaldy in the greater area. Now, I think... The people at the club just now, the board, the manager, the management team, they are people who will just, you know, go through and be very briefly involved in Wraith Rovers and they'll move on to other things in their lives and, and, and their careers and they'll leave behind the men, women and children of Kirkcaldy. Um, and they owe them so much and they owe them tonight an explanation as to how this transfer was allowed to happen. The statement is, it's a slap in the face. To the supporters who have protested about this The supporters deserve to know Whose idea this was Who sanctioned it And why in the face of Criticism and warnings From their most high profile supporter Val McDermott Over a month ago Between Mm. Christmas and New Year Sort of had five weeks warning Of this kind of backlash Who at the club In the face of all this Decided the signing of David Goodwillie was a good idea And they would just ignore the emotions and the feelings Of the men, women and children who support the football club I mean, Lee, I've seen the question asked today That, you know, he's been playing for Clyde for, for the five years what, what difference does this make? Why is there such an outcry now? I, I guess for you though, that's that's none of your concern if you like You know, it, it's when it comes to your club That, that it starts to, to get the reaction from, from you and your fellow fans no, I don't think so. And I think, you know, as, as I was saying, you know, the, the, the work that the club has done over 
Uh, anyway, I think the, the club was in a really good place over the last couple of years with the, the work that had been done um, to get us in a good place, be a be a club that's you know is genuinely looking to to, to get out of the championship, and that's all just been you know un, undone today for me. Yes, I think tone deaf. I can see tweets along those lines uh, after that statement from Wraith Rovers tonight. Jess and Lee, you spoke ever so well, passionately about your club, and I hope somehow this works out in a, in a way that. Um, allows you to to rekindle that love for your club because uh, it must be a, a really difficult time for you. Thanks again to Lee and Jess. If you want to pick up the phone right now, uh, you can play against Roger Hanna or Gordon DL at Beat the Pundit 01419511025, and we will do that next. Tackle the headlines 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna are here We're edging ever closer to kick off Massive games Five of them in the Premiership tonight A Dundee derby An Edinburgh derby St Mirren Motherwell A few miles in it Not quite a derby Ross County Aberdeen And Livy St Johnston as well All taking place tonight and In case you hadn't noticed I don't know where on earth you've been Celtic Rangers tomorrow night as well So all your thoughts on them 01419511025 We'll go round the grounds next Let's do this first Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Okay, let's play Beat the Pundit. Marvin Bartley lost in a tiebreaker last night. I thought a man with his ropey disciplinary record would have known that there was significantly more than 14 red cards in total in the Premiership season. Uh, so he lost in the tiebreaker. Let's see if the listeners can make it two in a row. Jimmy is on the line. How's it going, Jimmy? Jimmy, can you hear us? Oh, that doesn't sound too good. Jimmy, one last chance. Jimmy, can you hear us? No, that's not great. Let's get Jimmy. Let's get Jimmy sorted. He's just disappeared. We'll get the producer to bring him back. St Mirren, Mother, the, the M8 derby. Does that work? No. No. Uh, well, listen, you two will need to tell me. Nah, I don't know. Tenuous, what, isn't it? What What is the Motherwell derby? Is it Airdrie or Hamilton? Yeah, Airdrie, traditionally, Airdrie, for yeah. sure. Mm. Um, been kept apart for lots of years, though. Mm-hmm. Um, until the summer when they battered us in the League Cup But never mind, we we don't talk about that too often Uh, Right, I think we've got Jimmy back Jimmy, can you hear us this time? No, we can't, what's going on? What's going on? There we go, yes, I've got you Brilliant Jimmy, are you here? Yeah, yeah Yeah, I don't know what happened there Just bash some buttons and hope for the best Right, if it's heads, Jimmy, you take on Roger Hanna Who starts on minus one And if it's tails, you play Gordon DL who doesn't and it is, it's tails again. It's always tails on a. Oh, no. <laughs> what's your What's your form like? I get beat last week. Oh, good. Right. Okay. We're in for a treat then. Uh, right. Let's give Gordon DL some Clyde Two to listen to. Put thirty seconds on the clock. Uh, Jimmy, it's very straightforward. Thirty seconds. Answer as many questions as you can, and if you don't know, pass, and we'll move on to the next one. Okay. Yep. Let's go. Thirty seconds then, and it starts now. Name any Celtic player who's away on international duty at the moment. What nationality is former Rangers player Thomas Buffel? Pass Which player made their Celtic debut on Saturday against Dundee United? Uh, Ben Doak Name any team Jim Duffy has both played for and managed Dundee Who is currently the Scottish Premiership's top scorer with 10? Uh, Regan Charles Cook How many SPFL teams have Saint in their name? Three And which former Dundee player signed for Dundee United today? Okay, let's bring Gordon Deal back. Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Go Same on. set of questions. Don't oh. blow it, please. We need you to get back to winning ways. Are you ready? Oh, don't say that. Right, okay. 
Name any Celtic player Who's currently away On international duty Rogic What nationality Is former Rangers player Thomas Buffel uh, Danish Which player made their debut For Celtic on Saturday Against Dundee United um, O'Reilly Name any team Jim Duffy has both Played for and managed Morton Who is currently The Scottish Premiership's Top scorer with 10 Charles Cook How many SPFL teams Have Saint in their name Two Which former Dundee player Signed for Dundee United today Which former oh, Dundee know. player Signed Saint for Dundee United today Oh I don't know Pass okay. What do you think Jimmy What's the verdict Ah he's probably beat me Oh I don't know Wouldn't be so sure I think it's close Let's find out How close You had the choice of Maeda And Rogic You went for Different one each But you both got it correct Um, Wrong Second question But not as wrong As you sometimes are I think you'll take that He's Belgian Not Danish I knew that Your history with those questions Is just all over the place Your history with geography Yeah Jimmy didn't get it either But Jimmy did know that Ben Doak made his debut Did you miss O'Reilly Playing at Tynecastle? Oh so he did Not great 2-1 to Jimmy You both knew that Jim Duffy Has played for Dundee and Morton And managed sorry Uh, Regan Charles Cook You both got that So still one to Jimmy How many SPFL teams Have Saint in their name Let's go through them St Mirren St Johnson and that's where it ends So Gordon oh. DL gets it Jimmy You've invented a third one and it I all... did know it was a trick question or not <laughs> You just added one on for good measure Yeah um, Which former Dundee player signed for Dundee United today None of you got it Kevin McDonald. Kevin McDonald. Oh, I, I didn't know that Ah I mean second night in a row We're on to a tiebreaker No I hate tiebreakers Yes I like this Here's the way it works It's very simple Jimmy 30 seconds <laughs> uh, Not 30 seconds I'll ask the question Gordon Deal will write his answer down And I will then tell you to give me your attempt Okay? Yep How many goals did Duncan Ferguson score During his spells at Rangers and Dundee United combined? Gordon Deal, write it down How many goals did Duncan Ferguson score During his spells at Rangers and Dundee United combined? Jimmy, what's your verdict? 27 Wow, it's quite a difference in these two <laughs> answers Let me tell you <laughs> For the listening audience What have you gone? I went 89 89 says Gordon DL 27 says Jimmy Roger who do you think is closer? I think Jimmy might have won it uh, Jimmy is only 3 out It is 30 Well done Jimmy Sorry, did Rangers and Dundee United Yeah he didn't He wasn't he was young only, man. I think his highest scoring season was like 15 Alright okay that, Jimmy right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy where are you? Where in the country? Gala oh, in the board. What's happening here? Where, where, where did we send the sign ball last night? We're getting done for the postage and package oh, in these days as well. Off. Uh, Jimmy, you deserve that. Well done. Well done, Jimmy. Well done, Jimmy. Thank you. Good man, Jimmy and Gala. <sighs> Eighty nine. Well, I'm thinking prolific <laughs> goal scorer. Come on, you've got to be scoring. How many years was he? But he was a young United? man then, Roger, wasn't he? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Dundee United. Not sure he was ever a prolific goal scorer. Even, ah, even down south He get good moves Dundee United Rangers Everton He's got to be scored More than 27 <laughs> goals 30 30 I'm not going to tell him His face But he must be <laughs> scoring More than that I hate time Tiebreakers are killing me We'll get him on the On the phone If he's listening Duncan Big dumb uh, Right Keep your calls coming in If it's tomorrow night's football If it's signings We've covered uh, David Goodwillie Those were your first hour topics But of course You're always welcome to Get some more phone calls in In the second hour of the show We've got big games tonight Now usually we would start Most local first And it breaks my heart not to But we can't overlook An Edinburgh derby can we Hibs against Hearts Gabriel is there And it should be a big one To Gabriel 
Yeah, it certainly should be, Gordon. The 327th Edinburgh Derby here at East Road between Hibernian and Heart of Midlothian. Now, Hibs' promising start to life under Sean Maloney has started to fade away after just one point from their last three league games all coming in 2022. They've certainly started to stutter lately. They're fifth in the table, but it's a massive 12 points behind their rivals who are in third place. Most fans, though, appear keen to give Maloney time. Uh, he's already made lots of changes. He brought in 11 signings in January. That includes two wide men brought in on deadline day, Runa Hogger and Sylvester Jasper. Can they perhaps help with life after Martin Boyle? They've made five changes from the weekend's 3-2 loss to Livingston as Maciek Dubrovsky, Rocky Bashiri, Joe Newell, Josh Doig and Chris Muller all come into a very attacking lineup. I'll give you the team in full now. It is Maciej Dobrovsky in goal. He makes his full Hibernian debut, deputising for the absent Matt Macy. Ryan Porteous, Rocky Bashiri and Louis Stevenson make up the back three. Chris Cadden scored a fluky wonder goal here on Saturday. He keeps his spot at right wing back. Jake Doyle-Hayes and Joe Newell in the middle with Josh Doig on the left-hand side. Chris Muller comes into the hole behind Kevin Nisbet and Christian Doidge up top. On the bench, you've got the two Mitchells, Wright, Alan, McGregor, Scott, Campbell, Henderson and Sylvester Jasper, who is here on loan from Fulham. Uh, moving on to Hearts, they are flying at the moment. As I said, third in the league, 10 points clear of fourth place, 12 clear of Hibs. They've won five of their last six games, and manager Robin Nielsen says a win can propel them for the rest of the season. You get the feeling if they do win today, perhaps it will be too difficult for anyone else to catch them in that third spot. They've made two changes since their weekend's victory over Motherwell. Uh, John Souter is not going to Rangers, but he's not playing this evening. He's got an ankle knock. That keeps him out, whilst Gary Mackay Stephen drops to the bench. The team in full, Craig Gordon in goal. Taylor Moore, Toby Sibick making his first side, uh, start since signing permanently. And Stephen Kingsley are the back three. Nathaniel Atkinson on the right-hand side. Benning Banningime, Cami Devlin and Andy Halliday complete the midfield. Uh, Liam Boyce will start just behind Barry Mackay, who comes back in. And Ella Sims, who's impressed so far since he moved from Everton. On the bench, Stuart, Haring, McInef, Woodburn, Mackay, Stephen, Cochran, Henderson, Ginelli and Pollock. The referee here in Leith is Don Robertson. Oh, looking forward to that one, Roger. Hannah, it should be an absolute cracker. Yeah, they always are. I mean, the number of terrific Edinburgh derbies you've seen over the years, you just lose count of them. Um, I can say this because Halliday won't be listening at the minute. I fancy Hearts really strongly tonight. Um, that was a big result for them. Sorry, boys, against Motherwell at the weekend. As you said in the show on Saturday night, they already look cemented in third place. And there just looks to be a better balance, even without Souter and Halkett injured in that back three. Robbie Nielsen's now got the squad that he can just substitute players in. And there just looks to be a better balance. There looks to be more goals in the team now that Hibs don't have Martin Boyle. And I fancy an away win tonight. 15 points would be the gap between Hearts and Hibs if they win it. That will not go down well in Leith. And they're already a bit frustrated at some of the, the things they're seeing under Sean Maloney so far. A very good start, of course. Yeah. Um, but Hearts just look nailed on for third, don't they? Oh, they're, they're a certainty for third, Gordon. I think that'll be... I'm going for a draw on that tonight. I really am. Really? Yeah. Um, Maloney needs time. He's just in the building. He's got different ideas. He'll need to get his... You know, that another transfer window in the summer. Start to get onto the training ground. Because I watched him against Celtic and they tried to play uh, total football. And I thought some of the players looked a bit uncomfortable with it. So it'll take time for him to stamp his authority on the way his team's going to play. But I think it'll be a good game, but I'm going for a draw. We've got an Edinburgh derby. We've got a Dundee derby as well. Dave Galloway. 
Yeah, really looking forward to this one. There's always a great atmosphere when these two same street rivals uh, lock horns, Gordon, and there's plenty of excitement and anticipation about the place, that is for sure. The hosts badly need a lift as they battle against relegation. Only two points ahead of St. Johnson at the foot of the table and how they'd get one if they can win this game. The visitors, who incredibly appear to have used a coach for the very short journey up Tanadice Street, have shown signs of recovery following a ropey run themselves, and they also take encouragement from a spirited performance against Celtic at the weekend. Huge game, huge occasion, both sides desperate for three points, so surely something has got to give. Let's uh, look at the teams then for Dundee. Uh, four changes for them Mullen, Daly Campbell, Adam and McGinn come into the starting lineup. Out drop Elliott, McGowan, McCowan and Griffiths. So they will start with Legsdens in goal. Across the back, Daly Campbell, Fontaine, Sweeney and Kerr. The two sitting midfielders, Anderson and Byrne. Further forward, McMullen, Adam and McGinn with Mullen leading the line. The substitutes uh, for the D, Lawler, McGee, McDade, Chapman, Mulligan, Elliott, McCowan, Robertson and a late change after the teams were announced. Uh, something happened to Rudin, so he is not featuring at all. Rudin is on uh, the bench. Zach Rudin. It'll be interesting to see if, if he gets on and what he can do if he does. As for Dundee United, in come McNulty, Edwards, Freeman and Graham. Out drop Nielsen, Niskanen, Mikison and Sporla. So it's a Segrist in goals. Looks like a back four of Freeman, Edwards, Butcher and McMahon. In midfield, Graham, Levitt and Harks. Up top, McNulty, Clark and Watt. The substitutes for Dundee United tonight. Eriksson, Smith, McDonald, Niskanen, Pollitt. And, and Akinola, uh, easy for me to say, Mikasin, Nielsen and Mockery. And your match referee here at Dens Park. Atmosphere really cranking up now. It's John Beaton. We've got an Edinburgh derby, a Dundee derby. We've got St Mirren, Motherwell. We, we've tried the M8 derby, Andrew. I, I don't think it's it's going to stick, but a good game nevertheless. Yeah, not as many eyes on this one because it is a week full of derbies, but I think it will be a good match-up here in Paisley for this one tonight. It was a busy deadline day for St Mirren where Jamie McGrath's transfer saga finally came to an end. He moved to Wigan late last night, but it was a signing from Wigan that looks as if it could be a smart one for Jim Goodwin's side. Jordan Jones is back in Scottish football, and with St Mirren switching to a 4-2-3-1 after the winter break, he could be a key player if they can get him in top form. Alex Gogic was also drafted in from Hibs as well. Motherwell didn't make any deadline day signing but Joseph Effort and Victor Nirenold have arrived in the past week. They're both on the bench tonight, but Celtic Loney, Liam Shaw, starts for this one. And quite an interesting starting lineup for Motherwell as well, but I will start with the home side. Jordan Jones comes straight into the starting lineup for the departed Jamie McGrath. Scott Tanzer also drops out for Richard Tate. So it's Jack Anik in goal for them tonight. The back four, Marcus Fraser, Joe Shaughnessy, Charles Dunn and Richard Tate. The two holding midfielders, Alan Power and Connor Ronan. Jay Henderson, Greg Kilty and Jordan Jones in behind Eamon Brophy. The substitutes, Linus, Miller, Erahon, Flynn, Gogic and Erwin. And that Motherwell team I was talking about, there's three changes. Maguire, Tierney and Roberts dropping out. In come Mugabe, Goss and Donnelly. So three changes and also a change of formation as well. It looks as if it's going to be a 3-5-1-1 for them tonight. Liam Kelly starting in goal. The back three, Sondre Solholm, Bevis Mugabe and Jake Carroll. Stephen O'Donnell, the right wing back. Nathan McGinley, the left wing back. 
In the midfield three, Sean Goss, Callum Slattery and Liam Donnelly and Liam Shaw just in behind Kevin Van Veen up top. The substitutes for them tonight, Fox, Willery, Oyala, Amalazor, Efford, Grimshaw, Tierney, Roberts and Nirenhold. The referee here in Paisley tonight is Ewan Anderson. It's quite the motherable team, uh, Roger Hanna. If it works then great, but certainly sounds on the defensive side going to yeah, Paisley tonight. Be an, there's a big onus in Kevin Van Veen every week um, for Motherwell, but there'll be an exceptional onus on him because if he's not going to score the goals tonight, you wonder where they're going to come from. Liam Shaw on loan from Celtic, still an unproven quantity in Scottish football. Um, Liam Donnelly back, he scored the winner against Morton in the Cup, but you know he's still finding his feet in that Motherwell midfield again, so it's interesting. I wonder if Graham Alexander's gone to that um, with some sort of clearly with some purpose in mind but it's it's strange to, to change for a fixture like this yeah it's going to be a difficult game he's away from home St Mern are in decent forum uh, I fancy Mother will get something tonight or, yeah I really do I watched St Mern last uh, last Monday against Aberdeen wasn't the greatest games you hear the wind there the conditions may play a part I just think that Motherwell have set up to be very hard to beat. I think they'll get something in Paisley tonight. One three in the spin since the winter breaks in Manon. Motherwell have well. not. Yeah. Uh, okay. 01419511025. Give us all your thoughts. Tonight's football, tomorrow's football, transfers, whatever you fancy. Now is the time to share it. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here. 20 20 minutes away from kickoff in the five big matches in the Premiership tonight, and then a certain big one tomorrow Celtic Rangers 7.45 in the east end of Glasgow. Get your calls in ahead of that fixture right now, please. 01419511025. And whilst we get your call lined up, let me quickly give you tonight's full time teaser, which is a cracker, by the way. Really good work from the crazy pony. Aaron Ramsey has become the eighth player to sign for a Scottish top flight team on loan from a non English team. That's previously won the Champions League Can you name the other seven? So this week Aaron Ramsey became the 8th player to sign For a Scottish top flight team on loan From a non-English team That's won the Champions League Can you name the other seven? Roger can you kick us off then? Do you understand the question first of all? Yeah I do Good. Yeah But the player has to be on loan yeah, so is it, who's come to the Scottish top flight on loan from Barca, Barca or, Real Madrid, Madrid. Yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, I don't know any of them yet. Roger, can you kick us off with one? Maybe we're picking a team. I think that would be a, maybe a good way to start, or maybe that's just the way my mind works. Mm-hmm. So what are we thinking? I will, I'll, I'll nudge you because it's, it's a tough question. What sort of teams do you want to start with? I'll tell you if you're hot or cold. Well. What did you say there? Barcelona? Barcelona. No, forget them. Real Madrid. Forget them as well. Uh, I deliberately used those as examples because okay. I knew they weren't on the list. Okay. Um, what uh, about uh, what about Jota? Bayern Munich. Uh, there is one Bayern Munich on there. Uh, Jota, Benfica. They won the Champions League. I don't know. You've got, you've got the answers. Don't think so. No. 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 That's a no then. Okay. Uh, we'll accept that and move on. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, I'm admitting I told you Bayern Munich. Right, Bayern there, there Munich. is one in there. Has there who is the player that's come from Bayern Munich to the <sighs> Scottish top flight on loan? Well, did Alan McAnally come back on loan no, to Kilmarnock? No, no, no. no, we're talking much more recently for these because the Champions League era. Oh, Champions League era, right? From 92 to 96. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. What's the question, Roger? Yeah, sorry, does. 
Stone look like Bayern Munich? Mm -hmm. Must be a goalie in there, somebody always say. Uh, be a goalkeeper in there, yeah, but I don't know yeah. where he is. I can't find him. I'm mm. struggling with this. You, we need a starter for 10. We do. Once we get going, we'll be fine. Well, there's a Bayern Munich player who came, no, who came on loan <laughs> to Celtic. Bayern Munich? Don't get me wrong, he didn't necessarily look like a Bayern Munich player. And he also did, he had a, a very significant appearance at international level as well. That perhaps what, was it Edson Braffide? It was Edson Braffide. Well done. Not playing a World Cup final. He did, yeah, twenty ten. Edson right, Braffide. Okay, Mark Wilson said he was be that Wilson was better than him as well. Wilson's no better sure than anybody. Did you, oh, did you see that? Will they bring this up? Well, I'm on Thursday. Did you see the tweet today from Celtic? No. So Celtic's official Twitter account put on Twitter today a video of Wilson scoring at Pitodry, right? And they said on this day, mm -hmm. February twenty eleven, Mark Wilson scored his first ever goal. That's not true He had scored for Dundee United before In fact He scored for Dundee United Against Celtic before that He scored in the Dundee Derby <laughs> And so on So they just deleted the tweet <laughs> just, just removed them who, who, who deleted the tweet? Well, Celtic Celt deleted it I don't know who personally I just thought it was funny He's got his wee moment of fame And it was it was factually incorrect And it had to get taken down oh, dear, dear, dear. Right Logan is a Celtic fan How are you feeling ahead of tomorrow Logan? Um, I'm feeling very confident Ahead of the game tomorrow um, obviously, I feel like Celtic are in very good form. Um, this like so far, for over the past few weeks, especially the game against Dundee United, I think it's gave the boys like a lot of confidence coming up to the game tomorrow. That's an interesting point because that was the thing that was on everyone's minds on Saturday afternoon and Sunday morning and Sunday night was what has the weekend done. Has Celtic just been given a shot in the arm Or Rangers gutted How does this set us all up for Wednesday And all of a sudden Aaron Ramsey signs And, and all that stuff sort of gets forgotten about So you just You wonder how, how they both are after the weekend Listen, We don't know I mean, We mentioned earlier on This game of course Was originally supposed to be I think the 3rd of January And and we've been discussing it since Long before the 3rd of January And there have been moments Gordon where the Rangers fans have been confident because something's happened. They've had a good result, or Celtic have dropped points, or Rangers have signed a player, or you know Celtic have lost a player to injury or to international appearances or something. And then the flip side, you know, Rangers drop points at Dingwall there at the weekend in the dying seconds. Celtic get a winner from jo uh, from Lila Bada, I should say, in the dying moments. It looked as if the sort of momentum was going to be with Celtic. Then suddenly Rangers sign Aaron Ramsey as the momentum with Rangers. Then Giovanni Van Bronckhorst says today, oh, Aaron Ramsey's not going to be involved. Ange Postacoglu says, Callum McGregor could be involved. So is that pendulum swung back with Celtic? We really won't know. We won't know until we see the teams at quarter to eight and how the game beds down. Uh, when the game was originally going to be played, remember, there was going to be no crowd. There's now going to be 60,000 Celtic supporters in there tomorrow. So as with all of these fixtures... It's the biggest one so far And It's a mouth-watering the, thought There's going to be three of these Between now and May The weekend will have no bearing On tomorrow night It's a completely different game Roger quite rightly said There'll be 60,000 Cramped into Celtic Park The atmosphere will be cranked up It's just one of those games That every player loves playing in And it's a very important game Because you look at Celtic What an opportunity They've now got To go top of the league Rangers, on the other hand, are looking to stretch their lead to five points. I just think that, like Roger, I think it'll be down to the, the teams. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who plays. Um, 
I will be one or two missing uh, But I just think we're in for an absolute cracker mm. of a game Gordon, I really do Logan, we heard the news today that Callum McGregor trained Whether that has any bearing on him playing tomorrow You decide, do, do you think we'll see him? I think, yeah I think it's the matter of Does he start or does he come on off the bench? Personally, I think What we do, start McCarthy right now I don't think McCarthy's been the best He's been reliable at times for Celtic this season, but I, I don't. I can't see you starting Callum McGregor straight from the start and then playing him. Yeah, and what about Maeda? Then he's going to be back, but he played for I think twenty five minutes for Japan. Is that is that good news? Is that just one again that you, you put in the bench, but you're glad to have him back? I think it's amazing that we've got Maeda back because I feel like Giamakis. I think Giamakis is very inconsistent. He is a good player. Showed that when he was playing in the Eredivisie last season But he's been very unreliable at times for Celtic this season So I feel like it's good to have a key player like Maida coming back for the, for the game tomorrow Fascinated about Jackie Marcus because on up until 3 o'clock on Saturday mm. I think most people would have said No, yep, he's taking his chance He's there, there are no other strikers Good goal against Alloa Good goal against Hearts He'll start against Rangers, no problem But I sense that you two have all of a sudden revised this Because of... One game on Saturday afternoon Is that fair? Uh, and uh, Rogers uh, Going down the line That he may go With Forrest uh, Abada through the middle And Jota. Jota Yeah For a bit of that Extra pace I don't know um, I think I think um, Jota will certainly Play Gordon uh, I think there's there, There's a place there For Jack Marcus I do I think he may start I think I think he gives Celtic Something I know that he didn't have His greatest game The weekend But I think he's a different option But it would be a case of Who does he start in the right Would it be the experience Of James Forrest Or Abada Who is Probably flying high After his terrific mm. winner At the weekend That's why it's so exciting To see what team Is actually going to come out It's fine margins Roger Because That chance that He has on Saturday That Segrist saves With his legs Now That is such a good save That You very rarely would would see the goalkeeper stop yeah. that Now I understand people say Oh the striker's got to score It's just one of those stock phrases That we go back to But on Any other day There's every chance That the keeper dives past that It goes in And then we're maybe not having a discussion About whether Jackie Marcus plays tomorrow yeah, so it's, and, it is fine margins isn't and it There would have been three goals In three games for a minute You know You're talking It is fine margins In all likelihood Ange Postacoli will stick with him tomorrow night I just wondered If it might be Forrester, Bada and Jota and present um, a more sort of dynamic, if you like, yeah. attacking option against Rangers. Um, but he, he may well stick with his guns. Um, we may well find it. One of the corners said earlier on, Juranovic is in midfield. I fancy it'll be McCarthy in midfield, I have to say, if Callum McGregor doesn't make it. And the makeup of the Rangers team will be interesting. Does Bassey stay? It was a bad mistake by Bassey at Dingwall for the second goal. Does Balogun, who's fifth again, come in? And can Cedric Eaton keep his place? Or is it? Roof, or is it Fashion Sakala Just quickly before we let you go Logan How important is tomorrow Does the Celtic need to win this Does a draw do Or you know How, how do you see it It's a must win game tomorrow for me I, I feel like If we win amazing, We're in amazing contention To win the league Because I can't see us drop See if we beat them tomorrow I can't see us drop many more points If I'm being deadly honest Wow That would be some end to the season Thank you Logan Let's bring in Ryan Who's a Rangers fan Um what are you thinking about your team tomorrow, Ryan? Tomorrow, I think that the Rangers team should 
introduce Shans in the midfield sitting back to give him an opportunity uh, What have you made of him so far? Has he earned that? I think that he had one game and he, from the team's performance it kind of put his performance down but I feel that he deserves a chance to show how he is and how he plays Will be some chance um, Yeah I think If you're going to play In a fixture like this You tend to Need to earn the right To play in it And I'm not sure These two performances So far James Sands has necessarily Done that I would think The midfield would be Kamara Arfield And Aribo um, With the Alla one side Kent the other side And a centre forward Whoever that centre forward is I fans Kemar Roof It might be Cedric It might be Fashion Sakala As we said a moment ago But I'm not sure James Sands has done Quite enough to, to Mary getting thrown in from the start I totally agree with Roger I think he'll go with the, the experienced guys in there I think Arfield gives him that threat of getting into the box and Aribo's a certainty to start in Kamara so I think that'll be the three mm. as well and I think Roof will start up front with the two wide guys You backing Alan McGregor to bounce back Ryan, the manager says it's not even a a discussion I just um, was aware obviously of some people on Twitter over the weekend and people who got in touch with this show who were doubting the goalkeeper are you one of them? No I have complete confidence in Al McGregor because I think that he's showed over the years his class and that one game shouldn't reflect on how good he's played over the years Yeah I've seen a lot of people Roger pointing out that he's making more mistakes now than before and age catches up with you all the, all the usual stuff can't remember making big mistakes in back-to-back games though, or, or anything close no, to no, it No, we said that earlier on You know, We have seen him make mistakes before There was one earlier in the season against Hearts When Craig Halkett scored at a back post after he'd missed a corner But he bounced back from that he, he did, he had good performances after that So you would expect him to bounce back from a very awkward afternoon in the Highlands uh, With a big performance at Celtic Park tomorrow night uh, thank you Ryan It's going to be an absolute cracker That's for sure In about 24 hours time It will be Peak tension mm-hmm. in the east end of Glasgow Just about to get ready to kick off uh, How are you two doing on this teaser We're looking for This week Aaron Ramsey became the 8th player To sign for a Scottish top flight team On loan from a non-English team That's won the Champions League Name the other 7 Edson Braffide, Bayern Munich to Celtic Laxal from AC Milan Well done What about Rudy Scadjo? Marseille from, to Hart. Yes, well done Four to get. Are there, are there a Celtic one in there? Uh, yes. The I, I can't remember his name. Me mid, oh, that's that's going to be good. That then. Yeah, midfield player. Um, no. no, no. Who are you thinking of? Is it Crossax? Oh, Mark Crossax. No. no. Can't remember. The the left bank that scored for Celtic in the Road Farm game. El no. had no. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, okay, you've got El Caduri. I think. El Sorry. Anyway, he's not on the list. You've got four to get. We will get them next. I am sure of it. I've got every faith in you. We've got kickoff as well, and I want to tell you about this. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals. I really hope you've heard about this by now, because if you haven't, I don't know where you've been. But every single time Celtic or Rangers score, we add up more money for you to win at the end of the season. It's that simple. It's called Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals, and after this past weekend, we're now sitting at five thousand pounds. However, we add to that every single time Celtic or Rangers score between now and the end of the season in every competition. So that number is going to grow significantly. And for tomorrow's big game, we're upping the stakes. Every goal scored tomorrow night, another £500 is going to go 
in the pot One lucky person will win the lot tax free at the end of the season If you want to enter text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 to text plus your standard message rate over 18s only Full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com And the lines close 6pm Saturday 21st of May Scottish Cup final day So for your chance to be the winner at the end of the season, text GOAL to 61025. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are kicking off at five big games across the top flight. A Dundee Derby at Dens, an Edinburgh Derby at Easter Road, St Mirren Motherwell, Ross County Aberdeen and Livy St Johnson. What a night of football we've got in store. And it rounds off nicely tomorrow night in the east end of Glasgow So I'll keep you up to speed on anything that happens in the opening exchanges of the games tonight These two are working on a full-time teaser as well If you like the sound of it, if you want to come up with a question And by the way, it does not need to be as tough as this one But if you want to come up with something, send it over to fulltime at clyde1.com And I'll try my best to use it on the show So tonight, Aaron Ramsey became the 8th player to sign For a Scottish top flight team on loan From a non-English team That's previously won the Champions League Name the other seven Diego Laxalt from AC Milan Edson Braffide from Bayern Munich Rudy Scatchel from Marseille Any more during the break? Yeah, we've got one Laurentio Branescu From? Juventus Kumarnak goalie Brilliant, well done Branescu Always a, a goalkeeper in there Very, buddy. very tough that's shout what we need, well That's done. what we need I think that's a great shout Naz Raymond Taylor goalie. Is on Twitter And he's got One of the remaining three It's the So-called easiest Of the remaining three But I mean they are tough And can we get a clue In the team That he played for in Scotland? Celtic Edward PSG you know, coming along. No, I don't think they've won it though, have they? They've not won the Champions League. What about when he first? What about Dirk Berter? No. Was he a permanent signing? When he came, remember him coming over from Ajax? So, fairly recently though. I'd say in the sort of. He, he, he would have been a teammate of Odson Edwards at one point, I'm pretty sure. In mm, Cham? No. Mm. Came from Germany. Not Marvin Compeyer, is it? No. Struggling here, aren't we? No. Oh, are... uh, Jeremy Tollian. Yeah, Jeremy Tollian. Well done. Okay. Yeah. Two to get. One you might get because it's very similar to one of the previous answers. And the other one, do not waste my time because there is no not a chance. No, we're, we're not, not a chance. This. No, no cool, way. Cool. So similar to one of the previous answers. That means it's probably going from the same two clubs or something? Yeah, exact same combination. Early chance for him I don't know why But I'll, I'll admit that you're correct here There you go Roger mm. I don't know where you got that from Early chance for Hibs was it Roger? Uh, yeah it was a, oh, a Nice touch around the corner from Nisbet mm. Squared up by and Puts it out for a throw in Yeah very close to it was yeah. good, It was good to start off the move Gordon Then it sort of went a bit downhill Yeah yeah the finish wasn't uh, to be desired um, But a good crowd inside Easter Road Good atmosphere A good derby ahead Gordon uh, This will be an exciting game uh, Roger fancies hearts I fancy the draw What makes you so sure of the draw? I'm interested Because there's, there's only one team on form surely Yeah but I think Home advantage Home advantage Edinburgh derby I think Hibs need something uh, Hearts one or two key players Missing especially at the back 
So I fancy Hibs to get something Bad result at home on Saturday Against your friend Martin's team Yeah Big Martin was Oh there. he was not happy Did you hear him last night? Yes Ooh. It was a brilliant revelation Tell you what I didn't even ask him 30 seconds into the show He wanted to get something off his chest <laughs> Someone Someone In the Hibs In the Hibs staff Accused his Livingston team Of being unable to pass and move And my goodness The big man did not take it kindly well, that's somebody who hasn't seen much of Livingston because there was a time when Livingston were coming up through the leagues that were based on three big hulking centre-halves who would score off set pieces, long throws, free kicks, etc. The Livingston team has evolved over the last few years. And if anything, it could probably do with a little bit more physical attributes in it. You know, you look at the likes of Alan Forrest, you look at... Um, Jason o- Holt. Yeah, Odin Bailey. Um Omiyonga. List goes on. Nice. Tidy footballing team They can knock it about With the best of them Yeah he wasn't happy Honestly The only thing that made him Less happy Was when he lost on Beat the, uh, pundit. Beat the pundit And I did keep calling him Martin as well As a tribute to you So Did you Is um, he taking it okay Yeah he doesn't mind that. He's, 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 he's good fun When he's Not angry mm. uh, Right anything <laughs> happening In the games So far I don't think so Fairly frantic As you would expect In Paisley uh, Gordon Diel With this very interesting Motherwell lineup. Yeah, I, I think that Graham Alexander's tweaked one or two things, Gordon. Uh, not been playing particularly well. Um, so I'm, I'm all for it. It's away from home. Uh, St Mirren, as you guys rightly said, they've been in decent form. Uh, it's got a difficult game, but I just fancy the well to get something. I think he's set it up to at least get a point in Paisley tonight. And I, I think he would take that. Halliday's in a bit of a resurgence, isn't he? He's Scoring at the weekend He's in the team For the Edinburgh Derby I feel like it's our, it's our Positive influence Rubbing off on him Well listen If you come on to this show The only way is up Gordon So it, it, it Clearly linked To his uh, regular appearances In this show Robbie Nielsen's been impressed By what he does For Super Scoreboard Put him back in the team What a goal it was Against Motherwell yeah. On the weekend um, Miss it He the cheek mm. to phone in oh, yeah. And brag yes, about I, it yes, Saturday as well um, You've noticed He's not on this week So Crack the whip We've mm-hmm. sacked him mm-hmm. he was One goal against Motherwell Can mm-hmm. affect your broadcasting career It can indeed now Probably will be back next week We'll have to wait and see Five gone in the Edinburgh Derby goalless Yeah Similar. nothing really happening Gordon I'll need to settle down a little bit um, You know a typical Derby um, Played at such a frantic pace But uh, I'm sure it will settle down We'll get some football Um Big game Well every game's a big game When you're St Johnson You're bottom of the table And they're up against Martin Bartley's Livy side Away And, and they are in good form yeah. Running out of time aren't they? Well What was sort of missed at the weekend I think If a team gets a, a positive result Against one half of the old firm We always tend in this part of the world To Look at how bad it was for the yep. old firm Rather than how good Or how important it was for the other team That point for Ross County In Saturday against Rangers could be huge It's moved them seven points clear of St Johnson at the bottom and you Do wonder have a game in hand St Johnson Yeah but you wonder if St Johnson are going to get their next point from the Seven new singings I think they added another lad Was it Jamal Hector Ingram arrived Former Derby County striker Arrives are in here And it's been spurned over the bar Was it Cammy Devlin? Devlin It's almost like Liam Boyce got in his way It was a lovely clipped pass over the top Who was that? Beningamy mm-hmm. uh, He's just it's we, a great we, run We lob wedge over the top Gordon You like that yeah, Chest a, down and I, Does Boyce Put Devlin off Do you think Yes as well Boyce didn't take it Because Boyce was offside Mind you That didn't seem to matter Against Celtic last week um, He should have got that In target Cammy Devlin That's a miss 
It's a terrific run I've got to say Time now runs perfect uh, I think he should do better I really do It's a good opening chance for Hearts Yeah Very good chance Devlin getting in there Trying to make an impact Early on in this derby As Liam Boyce goes to Look to get into the box as well But Hibs defend that one Fairly well on this occasion Boyce commits the foul uh, And it's going to be a free kick to Hibs Nothing really doing yet St Mirren Motherwell um, St Mirren Slightly the more comfortable Just side In terms of possession so far up, I mean, is that Slattery looks pushed quite a bit further forward Than normal as well Has he maybe been asked to, to get forward And try and support this new look attack Of Kevin Von Vane and no one else Yeah I mean Liam Shaw we, The problem with Liam Shaw We saw so, saw so little of him at Celtic yeah. It was hard to yeah. to get a real grasp on, on where he plays But I think he can play a more advanced midfield role uh, he, did, he, he did do that didn't he against Betis Yes, I think yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, of course, he was actually a good game. Yeah. yeah, he yep. actually had a good game. I think you'll be a good signing for Motherwell, Gordon. Yeah, and he was described more as sort of box to box when he arrived. So, uh, yeah, he's playing a bit more advanced. What have we got here? A head knock, maybe an injury. That's the last thing um, Graham Alexander needs with only seven minutes on the clock. Right, let's round off the teaser then, if we can. Really tough, mm. to be honest. Two more players who've signed for a Scottish top flight team on loan from a non English team that's won the Champions League. Um, you've got a couple so far You've got Laxal, Brunescu, Tolian, Braffide, Skatchel No, the other one, the other Kilmarnock one's alluding is Position, Gordon? Sorry, say that again? The position of the other one that went from Juve to Juve Kilmarnock, to I'll tell you, is a centre-back, I think oh. Certainly a defender uh, Maybe a right-back, actually I think it was a right-back Played in defence, anyway, that's all you mm-hmm. need to know um, um, no, I think I might out as well. Rogers out. It's a sort of whatever the Italian equivalent of a double-barrelled name is. Not quite, but not oh, Zeno Webson Rossi, no, is no, it? No, no. He was from uh, he was from Bournemouth. Dario Del Fabro. Oh, Remember him? Course, uh, yeah, yeah. The last one, honestly, just forget it. Juve to Dundee United. I think we're going way back as well. I, I had to Google this guy to double check. Nah, honestly, I will just put you out your misery. Go for it. Ronnie O'Brien? No. Nah, not for me either, I must say. Okay, goalless in all the games so far. Should be a cracking night of Premiership action. We will look back on it all tomorrow. And then where else would you rather be? 7.45, Celtic against Rangers. An old firm special, Hugh Evans, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson. 6 o'clock until 11 o'clock tomorrow night. Unheard of, a five-hour midweek show. It should be an absolute cracker What are you looking at me confused for? You'll need to get the kettle boiled Because you need to refill the bath Halfway yeah, through he's resting up Johnny Campbell's up next We'll see you 6 till 11 tomorrow <laughs>